here. The SPC Newsroom is here. Bringing you, as much as we can, all the news and more from San Diego Comic-Con. I had very low expectations, but even they still seem to bring home that Disney Marvel magic. We're going to be talking about the Phase 5 and Phase 6 release schedule, at least what they can go ahead and tell us. We can't go any further without hashtag not Mexican Mark anymore. <laughs> Mark isn't in Mexico. Mark is back at, is in the U, in the U.S. You're on the wrong coast. You could have been in California oh, as I'm our on the correspondent. Right coast. You could, have, yeah. Well, you're on the right coast for <laughs> sure. But um, you know, uh, I, I I gotta be honest, Mark. I didn't know that San Diego Comic Con was going on until the announcements were coming out for stuff that was coming out of it. I, I feel like a lot of the Comic Cons have just not been delivering on as much news. And I don't necessarily blame them as much, but a lot of the stuff we're starting to get out now is stuff that we had been hearing about from 2020. So I got to say, in terms of actual news, especially from a studio like Marvel, uh, sadly, we didn't get much from DC. But as far as Marvel goes, this is probably the biggest dump of brand new information we've received in almost two and a half years. So I'm excited to go ahead and jump into today's newsroom. For sure. Uh, before, uh, you know, you mentioned I, I, I you know, I, I could have been a live correspondent maybe if I was still there uh, on the left coast, but I am over here. I am now a Florida man. And it just so happened the timing just worked out just right. The very day this episode releases, I'm going to be attending the Tampa Comic Con. Nice. So I, can, I, I don't think there's going to be nearly as much news coming out of the Tampa Comic Con. Um, in fact, there's really not anybody appearing there I've ever heard of. So there's like a bunch of like indie artists and some like celebrities from TV shows and stuff. It's it's obviously like one of the smaller comic cons, but nonetheless, looking forward to going to that uh, this weekend. So I will have I will have a report next week in the newsroom, one way or another. Mexican Mark is now Florida Man Mark. Indeed. Uh, so that being said, yeah, wh- where to start? I guess maybe we should kind of go somewhat chronologically. So maybe we can start with the I guess sort of the announcement that of how Phase Four was winding down and. The answer is right now, pretty much like all that's left in phase four is now going to be the She-Hulk series coming next month, which we will, we can talk about that as well. Cause there was another a full trailer released of that. Um, and as well as uh, winding up with Wakanda forever and that trailer. So why don't we talk about those two things first? What are your thoughts on She-Hulk? There was a lot of talk. It's about some of the initial footage and uh, you know, not being well rendered with animation. And I got to say, watching this trailer, I don't feel, I don't feel much better about it. It, it just does not I'm not even talking story. Like I'm very open to the story being decent, but perhaps I don't know, but just visually speaking, it does not look, it's, it does, doesn't it look off to you still? It looks cheap, which, looks which is, cheap. which is really doesn't sad. Look MCU. I, I think one of the worst things to ever happen was twofold. One, it was when, uh, so, so the first Iron Man film was actually filmed, um, using film. It wasn't digitally, uh, recorded. It wasn't digitally filmed. Um, when they went away from actually using film to film the Marvel films, you started to see a drastic decline in the quality. I think it started with Avengers Age of Ultron. That was when they had just completely done away with using actual film and they went completely digital. After that, you, you also see that they had really, really gone away from practical effects. And I think that took away a lot of the magic that you saw in Phase 1 Marvel. There was a lot of practical effects usage. And when they just went ahead and replaced everything with CGI, 
I mean, RDJ was barely ever in Iron Man armor anymore, and I'm pretty sure that Tom Holland has never actually worn any of the Spider-Man suits. I think they were all uh, computer-generated. I can at least tell you that um, the uh, the time travel suits that they wore in um, in Avengers Endgame, none of those were real either. They all wore these green CGI suits that the uh, the, the time travel suits were just copy and pasted over. So, I mean, a, a lot of that magic... Um, it's just gone. And I think it's because they're doing it because it's more efficient in some ways. But, um, you know, people have been complaining about that for a while. People complained about that with Thor Love and Thunder. They're like, Zack Snyder can make something on his iPhone better than this $200 million movie. So to see that She-Hulk has just been so poorly done, it, it really hurts me because I had higher expectations for how they treat my girl. Instead, they're just going to pimp her out. Oh, fans, yeah, she is your girl. Fans huh? know that, right. that She-Hulk is what turns this comic book boy into a comic book man. <laughs> and uh, what, what's even more sad is after the second trailer was released, she's not even really the star of her own show as far as people are concerned. Everyone's talking about... I mean, all the about, parts I'm excited about are none of them are her. <laughs> yeah, it's all about Daredevil. I'm excited about, yeah, I'm excited about Abomination. I'm, ex- I'm excited about Wong and I'm excited about yellow and red daredevil. Bring, bring on the classic man without fear. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I was always going to watch it no matter how terribly, you know, Shrek like green they made her. But, um, you know, what, what they're basically showing is that this is kind of a new launching pad for the phases going forward. And if you're going to, if you're going to bring back uh, daredevil, of, of course, you've got my attention. I'm also a little confused about where this is going to lie timeline wise, because from all the footage, Bruce Banner Hulk looks fine, does not have a burned arm. However, in Shang-Chi, when we see him in Bruce form, even though he's turned into Professor Hulk, he's for in Shang-Chi, he's for some reason in Bruce form and has the injured arm. So I'm kind of, I, I, I want to, I mean, Kevin I Feige consider has that. Been, that makes a lot of sense. Kevin Feige has been good about stuff, so I'm going to assume it's going to be placed timeline wise in some way. So maybe by the end of maybe when he turns into Hulk, he doesn't have the injured arm anymore. I don't know, but he got into, it, it was first hurt when he was Hulk. So I'm I'm I just hope it makes sense. Uh, but I, I, I have every reason to believe it will because they don't now Feige doesn't lay things out haphazardly. There's there's one thing you can say about him when he hits, when he misses. Either way, it's, it's not without forethought for the most part. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch She-Hulk. Should we decide right now which of us was going to watch She-Hulk for Patreon? We can mix things up and actually do one of those together for once. We, I, I think we can. About that. Yeah. I think we can. So let's do it. All right. You heard get it the, here first. Get the band back together. <laughs> Bam. So if you want to go ahead and listen to She-Hulk recaps, like what we've done with Obi-Wan, with uh, Miss Marvel, with Moon Knight, and all the other uh, Disney Plus shows that we've gone ahead and hit, including non-Disney Plus stuff like Peacemaker with me and my buddy Derek, you can go ahead and subscribe to patreon.com slash secondprintpod. Well, yeah, so you will hear that. Well, you will hear that if you pay us money right right here at SBC. But uh, The freeloading stops here, bitches. What, what do you think about the Wakanda Forever trailer? It does appear from this trailer that this movie is going to begin with T'Challa having died of some disease. That, that seems to be the case. Um, not having died, which I guess I don't want to see CGI to, you know, Chadwick Boseman. So say the C word. They should they should they got to say the C word. I'm sorry if they if they make up some type of cockamamie crap thing. It's like if you're going to kill him here. Oh. Because you're saying make it real, make it real. Give give T'Challa yeah. cancer. Oof. Well, I mean, I guess if you're going to do it, maybe that is the way to. if he's going to have some disease, it may as well be reflect real life. Right? Man, watching this and I want to preface with 
I'm a human. I change my mind. I'm wrong about things. I'll admit it. I, I think this trailer was very well done. I think I'm going to go see the movie, despite it has the worst character ever created by Marvel. The abomination, like, walking, talking abortion known as Riri Williams' Ironheart. Look, well, look at the bright side. This might be a better Riri because it can't get much worse. Yeah, like Ryan Coogler is is one of the best directors in Hollywood right now. I did not think that he would try and deliver something crappy, uh, especially since I don't think anyone tries to deliver something. No, crappy. well, <laughs> uh, maybe um, maybe sometimes. Josh yeah. Whedon. Uh, I, I didn't think Ryan Coogler was gonna do anything bad. I just felt like he was hindered by the fact that. Feige and others had decided not to recast um, Chadwick Boseman. And, and I was talking to my Uncle Brody, as people have heard on the show. I was talking to Caleb Franz, uh, another uh, contributor at SBC. And we, we all basically agreed that the best thing probably would have been to have recast T'Challa because it's already so sad that we lose such a phenomenal actor, Chadwick Boseman. It, it's, it's almost a double loss to lose T'Challa. But in terms of just the trailer, because we've talked about the loss of Bozeman before on the main feed and in the Patreon. It's, it was sad. Like I usually feel really excited and happy and just so full of energy to see what's going to come up next. This trailer was just, it was sad. And, uh, it was, I, I don't feel good at the end of it. And I'm not saying it's a bad trailer, but like knowing everything that happened to get this movie made and then seeing that they're really just diving into the fact that King T'Challa is dead. The Black Panther is dead. Yeah, your, 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 your advertisement is come cry with us <laughs> and then I'm gonna. Yeah, it, it was it was harsh. And uh, I, I forget the actress's name who plays the Queen Mother. Um, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, who's a phenomenal actress when she's like, I have given my entire family. Yeah. So that, what that more do you ask of me? I was just like, oh, like, my she literally gosh. did. I mean, yeah, like, wow. And that and that and I, I got to think like for a lot of these actors, like like, you know, reacting to his death, it, it's going to be very real. I mean, because it it's real in that know? in it's, that it's, one in that one in that one scene. I was just like give her an Oscar. Just, just give it, just give it to her. Yeah. So, and, it, and it seems, so it seems the main crux, once they get past the, the, the T'Challa storyline here, the, the, the death of T'Challa um, will be this battle between Atlantis and this new MCU Namor who is, so they're not calling is, it Atlantis. Well, to or something like that. It's Mexican Namor. It's with- Teotihuacan. Yeah, but it, it's or no, it's the, yeah, something like that. But then it's like they were They explain it as they are a splinter civilization that that then that's where that's what Atlantis is. So, but he's so he's so the Atlantis. How do you say it? They're, they're underwater Mexicans. Teotihuacan. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pronounce I'm not gonna pretend to pronounce it. I Teotihuacan. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. I can yeah. So we've got Mexican Namor underwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I, I felt like when I first saw the the released uh, design for Namor and the concept, I, I was just a little like I just it just it came off as weird only because it was so out of left field. But as I've as I've taken a couple of weeks, especially seeing the trailer now, um, I understand why you can't go ahead and have another King of Atlantis at the same time that you have Aquaman in theaters still as an active franchise. DC got to it first. So I think if it had been reversed. Maybe things would have been different. Maybe Aquaman would be an underwater Mexican. So I understand why. And also Namor, despite his his legacy as the first Marvel superhero, 
Um, you know, he never he was never on par with with, with Aquaman. He wasn't an A-list guy. He no, wasn't he was even never a, meant to be. If we and we have established in the past that when you just look at comic book history, Iron Man was a B-list character. Namor the Submariner is kind of C-list. C. Yeah, yeah, I'd say C. Like, you know, he's just kind of never really had his own book for I mean he, he probably has but not really. That was never his role. So, so if any, if either of the kings of Atlantis are gonna get the shaft, I, it kind of makes sense that it's Namor. So, you know, with, with that aside, I think the visual effects for how they make the underwater kingdom look and the and the not and you know the Mexican Atlanteans look and everything, it actually looks better than Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, visually, it looks pretty interesting. And um, I mean, the trailer, like, the trailer sold me. Like, it really did. Like, I mean, the, the guy who's playing um, the guy who's playing Aquaman, like he, he looks he, he when I when I think of like, what should I see when I see Namor, which is a really intimidating guy who can border villain and hero. This guy gives off Namor vibes. So, uh, you know, they I'm, went right to the uh, the comic accurate, like green shorts costume, which I got to say, for as cheesy as that should look. It looks pretty good in this. I mean, a little cheesy because it looks kind of ridiculous wearing green shorts. But but once you accept that, it looks about as cool as I can look in the context. They, they gave him the ankle wings, which if they had if they had removed those, we would have to riot. No, we would we would we would rebel. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, they that the part of that announcement too with the trailer is that that would be the end of Phase Four officially. And they also um, so yeah, I think we both agree we're we're interested in Wakanda Forever. I mean, we're. Both going to see it always, no matter what. But now I'm actually have a little bit of excitement about it. Um, and so uh, obviously the last thing they show us, new Black Panther. Do we have any doubt it's going to be anyone but Shuri? I, I actually don't think they're going to go with that. You don't think so? I think, okay, who have they set up more? What, what could be the twist? Because, I mean, there's so many, unless it's just so obvious that they're going to give us a twist. But even even referencing the first movie when, you know, T'Challa, they showed she showed like this version of the costume that had gold on it. And, and T'Challa's like, ah, gold, that's not really my style. That's more her thing. And now it's a gold costume. It's like, it's like, it's almost like it's been written in, but, but I'll listen to some theories. Shuri wants it too badly. And it's nothing against the actress or the character. I I think that Shuri would make a good black Panther on film, such as she did in the comics. That was actually a pretty cool run. I think it's going to be a Koye. Okay. I think it's going to be Okoye. I think if anyone has set themselves up as a leader, as somebody who is on the level of the Avengers, because just like Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel, who did we see at the end of Shang-Chi? We saw Okoye. Um, who did we see throughout the What If series and everything else? Who do we see come back in, um, you know, at least the Dora Milaje? I think Okoye has earned it in probably more ways than some characters. I would say if you want to see a, overall development of a character who doesn't even really want the role but would take it if there was no other choice i think i think okoye deserves to be the black panther i i think we're gonna see okoye black panther instead of shuri i just think that it's there when you look at the actress when you look at the story arc when you look at everything that the mcu has set yeah maybe shuri i would be okay with that it's in the source material people like the character in the mcu but I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna go that way. I think they're gonna go ahead and give it to Okoye. What about Angela Bassett? No. <laughs> all right. Well, moving along, that will wrap up Phase Four. But why don't you dive into all of the? I mean, the real big news is they laid out all of Phase Five for us throughout all of 2023 and and part of 20. Is it just 2023 or is it two years? It's it's a couple of years. So let's see. Yeah. We've got 
Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, in which we're going to see the first real appearance of Kang the Conqueror. We're going to get um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which uh, their, James Gunn has said is going to focus primarily on the origins of Rocket Raccoon. We've got Secret Invasion, Echo, Loki, the Marvels, Ironheart, Blade, um, A- Agatha, Agatha? Har- yeah, Agatha's coming out. Daredevil reborn, and then Daredevil born again. Daredevil born again. Yeah, he's not. He's he's not a Jerry Falwell summit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Daredevil born again, and then it. Uh. Phase five is ending with Captain America: New World Order. No, no, no. You're looking at the wrong thing. I'm looking that, at the wrong that, thing. That is only. That's the second to last. So it goes up and down if you're looking at the timeline. So oh, I'm looking. It's, it's Captain America: New World Order, and then it wraps up interestingly with the Thunderbolts in July 2020. Yeah, that's it. And that, I think out of all of this, you know, it's funny. I, I heard you weren't doing the rundown. It's, it's interesting. You left, you left something out. You leave, there's one show you didn't mention there. Was that intentional? What you talking about? Ironheart. I said Ironheart. I said you did? Very, okay. I, I said very subtly. Okay. I, I miss it. Ironheart. Uh, yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Ironheart. Out, out of all of this, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm actually very excited for Quantumania. Um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. We got Bill Murray's in it. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with Kang. And obviously that's going to tie into the, the broader story behind the, uh, the multiverse saga as they're calling this entire phase four five and six. Um, but out of all these, I I'm most excited about, well, let's go in two categories, TV show. I'm most excited about daredevil. Oh, There's yeah. just no question. Daredevil is all I'm well. Okay. As far as shows go, Daredevil's the only one I care about. I'm interested in Echo too, which I think is going to set up Daredevil, and it's, it'll it'll feature Daredevil and Kingpin as well. So I'm 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 good with that. We're we're talking the same same area, and uh, you know I'm I'm pretty excited for Loki season two. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I, as well. And Agatha, to be honest. I mean, I think it, I, it, it all has interest for me. A- Agatha seems fun, but I wasn't, like, crying for an Agatha show. I'll say I'm, I'm least interested in... Let's see. 2023. Yeah, I'm at least interested in the back-to-backs of of the Marvels and Ironheart. Those don't do much for me in excitement. I will watch them. Secret Invasion doesn't. I feel like Secret Invasion should be a bigger deal, but Secret Invasion just kind of seems like it's it's one of those things they have to kind of like check off the list. What do you think they're going to do with this Captain America movie? But this is the one that I'm not, I'm not actually. I actually have no idea what the sort of underlying story is going to be. Uh, Sebastian Stan is returning as the Winter Soldier, White Wolf, whatever they want to call him. Um, Anthony Mackie's returning as uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson. We'll probably get a proper Falcon in that one that they kind of teased in the show. I, I hope, and this is what worries me, because they said a lot of the writers for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series are going to be coming on to this. I hope that shit breaks apart and they get some new writers. Because I think the cast was so horribly underutilized and poorly written in that series. You can go ahead, folks, and listen to the recaps that Caleb Franz and I did on Patreon for Captain America and the Winter Soldier. It had all the potential, but they fucked it. They fucked it up so badly. I hope they get a whole new writing team. I hope that they get people who actually like the characters. 
Um, you know, I, I don't know what more we're going to get from that. This is one of the few, this is the only Captain America film, which really doesn't show much of where the source material is coming from, uh, within the title. I mean, Captain America, the first Avenger, everyone knew it was going to be the origin film, the World War II flick, Winter Soldier, like the corresponding, uh, two volumes, uh, that Brubaker put out. And then Civil War, duh, Civil War. So this one has a lot of, uh, you know, has a lot of mist around it, kind of shadowing what it could be. But man, if they screw this up, I am going to be so mad. Well, I'm pretty stoked for it. And um, yeah, I mean, especially we just rewatched the first couple seasons of Daredevil and it hits and man, they they have to bring back. We have to get Foggy. We have to get Karen. We have to get the whole cast because the, the cast is just perfectly cast and stellar. And I, I can't wait for it. And I can't wait to see what they do with this character and how they incorporate him into the rest of the MCU. We already know we're going to see him in, um, in She-Hulk and then again in Echo. So he's a character and who knows, maybe he'll pop up elsewhere. So he's definitely a character they're going to be integrating and that we're going to get to see more of um, earlier than when the series drops. But of note on this series, 18 episode series. I mean, that is not the Disney plus method method. We usually get a six. I think Wanda was like an eight or a nine, but that is, I mean, the, the average is six. So they tripled the episode count and Kevin Feige may have also slipped and said that this might get a follow on season for phase six. Wow. Well, that's incredible. And I'm, I'm very excited about it. And I just, uh, I hope they make, I, and I think they are, I think they're going to basically make it that everything we saw happened in the daredevil series. I think that is important to a lot of fans who yeah. really like that series. Except There's Iron not- Fist. Yeah, well, but again, that didn't happen in Daredevil, so we can just, I'm willing to write off Iron Fist as ever happening, but but make the Daredevil series itself canon. That's all I ask. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, they've, they've put out that Defenders graphic saying it all matters, which to me all, all sounds like Iron Fist too, so I don't, I don't want that to matter, but it seems like it might have to be an all or nothing thing here. Um, and then, nonetheless, we have been teased with Phase 6. Where we know. Oh wait, can, can we rewind for one second? Sure. What's your What's the movie you're most excited for of those? Because mine is. Oh, did I, I never say that. No, I, I I got man Mahershala Ali's Blade. When that comes out, that is going to be the coolest shit that we have seen in a long time. I, I'm I'm interested in that film for sure. Honestly, I think out of all these films, like we know Guardians is going to be great. It always is. It's it's going to be awesome. It's almost it's almost so assumed it's going to be great that I don't even bother getting excited about it because I just know they're going to sell so many more Baby Groot toys. Yes, but I'm excited about Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts I'm really interested to see that brought to screen. Uh, They've already laid out a lot of the characters, and and it's pretty obvious. At least a lot of the lineup is pretty obvious. I think we're going to get Emil Blonsky, Abomination. We're going to get U.S. Agent. We're going to get Baron Zemo. We're going to get him. um, What's what's Julia Louise Dreyfus's character? What's her name? Um, The Baron, Baroness. uh, Vanessa D'Allegra Valentino. Why am I asking you for names? Terrible. Anyway, we're getting getting Blonde Black Widow. That check. Blonde Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And who knows who else? Any other guests who might end up in a Thunderbolt team? Yeah, this is a this is a total dark horse, but it's me just wishfully thinking I want to go ahead and see Justin Hammer come back. I would love to see Justin Hammer. I would come love back. to he see that. He was the bright spot of Iron Man 2. If they could have him be the be the guy who kind of fills that that uh, Norman Iron Osborn. Patriot. I, I if they could, oh my gosh, if they That's, could make him Iron Patriot, that I would think be that makes so sense to me. Perfect. Especially coming now no, notably absent from this lineup which a show that we know is going to exist. So I guess it's coming out after this is armor wars, 
Um, so that's not on the, this phase five. So I assume that's going to end up being a phase six drop. Um, so who knows? Maybe something coming out of this leads into that. Um, but let's see who else could be on the Thunderbolts. I would love to really see, well, you know what I'd really love, which Caleb and I talked about after we saw no way home. Um, I don't think they're going to do this, but I would love if they did. I would love if we got the, in the Thunderbolts, Norman Osborn of the MCU, Willem Dafoe somehow. I don't know how it would make sense, but make it make sense. Make it be so. So we're a step back from that, because one of the other things that they also mentioned uh, was the fact that the Spider-Man freshman year animated series, which people thought for a while was going to be the MCU origins of Peter Parker, is not an MCU series. Right. It's going to it's going to kind of be a a similar ish Spider-Man, but it's not going to be the same in the same yeah. Universe. It's more like a what if. Yeah, which is which is such a shame because you're getting the same guy who played Daredevil coming to voice Daredevil. Uh, they decided to race swap uh, Norman Osborn, so Norman Osborn's going to be a black guy, and um, it, it's just like they, they've gone for. They've already released some of the sketches for some of the Sinister Six. Uh, we're getting a very uh, '90s era Doc Ock, so I, I think it's wasted potential. I, I'm really. I'm because really you think upset. it should be, I think the problem is if it's if it's the real freshman year of our Peter Parker, there's not that much they can do because it, you know, like well, he they hasn't gave, really. They, they already showed him in his homemade costume, which looks like a shittier version of the one that they gave him in Civil War when you when they introduced him. And, yeah, and but I mean, he, he had never like fought villains before, so it doesn't. It would be weird. It would be weird to retcon. Oh, actually, he. I need to see. I need to see them shoot Uncle Ben. Okay, I just need to see that happen. Yeah, I need. We're to see obviously going to get that. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. We need to see this Ben die. Um, but yeah, that being said, um, the, then the last kind of announcement we got was Phase Six, and they laid out this whole map only with three things on it. So here's what we know about Phase Six: Fantastic Four kicks it off in November 2024, and it will end in May and November of 2025 with two Avengers movies: Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. My God, Rebzo, what is going through your mind here? We can't go through another lockdown and pandemic. I can't wait until the 2030s for this for this for these movies to come out. All right. Phase four was the forever phase. Oh, God, no, don't. don't. (laughs) We just need this shit to come out on time. okay? I've been waiting for Fantastic Four since Josh Trank's bullshit. You know what it's like to be the only people in theaters, me and my brother? For Josh Trank's Fantastic Four, it doesn't feel right. Monkeypox, if Monkeypox keeps me away from Ben Graham in the MCU, I'm going to I'm going to lose it. Like, I just this is this is a reason to stay alive, people like <laughs> stay out of the bathroom. Yeah, kids. like uh, this but- is this is what we want. All right. We've been saying this stuff is possible since RDJ said I am Iron Man. OK, so stand and deliver. I can't even imagine what Secret Wars is going to be like, because you know, if you thought Endgame was insane at that last scene when every character came in, like they're going to have every character, everybody, from everything, <laughs> they're going to have. You're going to see freaking Eternals again. Probably you're going to see all these freaking Eternals that we will have totally forgotten about by then. Every like TV character. I mean, they're going to pack Bow everybody the God into of this. Bow buns. Oh, they're going to pack everybody we've seen. And then they're going to go multiverse and bring, you know, we're going to see Andrew. We're going to see Andrew and Toby. I mean, they're going to, this is going to be insane. And I'm here for it. We're going to see the the cast of the 1991 unreleased Fantastic Four film. And I have to imagine Deadpool's in the mix by then, because there's a lot of open spots in phase six. And I, I'm pretty sure 
It might be too early for X-Men. That might be a phase seven thing, perhaps. But I, I think we're going to get De- uh, Deadpool in phase. Seven. Yeah, they, they already went ahead and leaked the licensed script name for the upcoming X-Men film. People are getting Is mad. The thing? Yeah, thing? people are getting mad about it. And I don't think they should. It's a working title. They need it in order to start the process. But I don't think they're actually going to call their first X-Men film in the MCU the Mutants. They're, yeah, they're not going to so do either. that. It's it's going to be the X. I mean, it's going to have X Men in the title. Yeah. So I I, th- I think people overreacted. I think it's a working title. I think we're still going to get the X Men in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, look, it's already been hinted at, as we saw in Miss Marvel. I think I can talk about it now. It's been a couple of weeks. We know mutants exist. Kamala Khan's a mutant, and we'll see what happens in Wakanda because in MCU lore, Namor is the first mutant. So perhaps he is the first. Will also become retroactively the first mutant here. Maybe, maybe that will be referenced in Wakanda forever somehow, but mutants are coming. Uh, they, they, that's been made very clear, and uh, we'll see. The only question is when it happens, but uh, we have a lot to look forward to, a lot to process. Uh, I promise the newsroom is not going to be an all-MCU show. The, you know, the first episode we looked at, some casting rumors. We did Thor Love and Thunder last week. Uh, it just happens to be there's a lot of MCU stuff going around on right now. But uh, which, which, in terms of DC stuff, there is one thing that, it isn't necessarily like groundbreaking news, but it just kind of solidify a lot of shitty feelings. Um, DC did not have a presence at San Diego Comic-Con. It was almost all Marvel, but there were some panels that were done. One of them was with uh, DC editor-in-chief Jim Lee, who's now also having more of a role in the Warner Brothers wing of DC production um, meet, uh, team for the movies. And he basically said, listen, all the Snyderverse stuff, it's done. We gave you your, your Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. We, we, uh, we, we looked at all the stuff that you wanted, but it's not going to happen. 2018. Turn the bots off. Yeah, like 2018s. That, that bullshit pisses me off. No way was that thing. Was that whole thing just an army of bots? That's some bullshit uh, to attack Zack Snyder even more. But, um, I, I mean, Josh Whedon's... Uh, uh, abomination of a justice league film is canon everything that has happened is still going to move forward we don't know if we're getting calville back as superman we I've don't heard we are today but it was just a headline so maybe it's yeah, maybe that's not like I, I need to see a little bit more to that they're basically going with how things have been is how they're going to continue to go so i i i don't know how i feel about that i think what's going to make it or break it is the upcoming flash film which for some reason they, they've just they've just canned all promotion for the flash next year it's not going to happen they are banking all in on dwayne johnson's black adam coming out in october saving the ship and then shazam fury of the gods which they also released the trailer for i almost think they're going to change the name of the flash movie to like batman with the flash in small letters like yeah like they they are trying so hard to act like this film which is so important and cost them so much money isn't even happening. It's really sad how how Ezra Miller turned into the uh, you know Charles Manson overnight. But yeah, I mean this is not this is not a good look for DC. They did announce some animated films coming out. We're getting a few more Batman's. We're getting a Justice Society film. The animated film seems to be the only things that get DC any praise these days. At, at the end of July, so by next week, we're going to get the um, Green Lantern Behold My Power film, which features uh, Jon Stewart, my favorite Green Lantern, as the titular role. Other than that, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's not a good it's not a good 
moment to be a DC fan. Dude, well, you know, look, I'm I'm a I'm a rock stan, so I will I will be in for Black Adam, and I'll I'll hope for the best there. And uh, look, I, despite all this Ezra Miller crazy crazy craziness, I mean, it's it's crazy, but uh, I still have a, an I'm very interested in this movie between the Return of Batfleck and Michael Keaton, and I. I and now I'm even more interested in how they're going to market it on top of it. There's like the meta story of how are they even going to make this most important movie that's supposed to do everything with the timelines that they want to do into something that doesn't matter. It, it, it's wild. But uh, all, it's, all, it's, the, all the promotional <laughs> stuff is going to be Affleck and Burt. You're yep. not even going to yeah. see the Flash featured in the majority of his merchandise. You'll see a little movie. red piece of like light between them. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be your, your as a Miller. Uh, but yeah, so it should be interesting. But nonetheless. You are a fan. And look, here's why. Look, and a lot of people fairly criticize MCU movies, a lot of MCU movies. Um, like our friend Eric July, he's really critical of a lot of stuff in the MCU. And a lot of the criticisms are fair. Um, and a lot of, I think there are a lot of things to poke holes in. But I think the reason that you and I and so many other people are still such lovers of the MCU is because for the first time, yeah, we did get it with X Men and we got it with some Batman movies. But for the most part, we just never saw good comic movies. And we had certainly never seen good comic movies with the characters we have seen. More importantly, Iron Man, Captain America. I mean, I mean, Spider-Man, like we had, we, well, I shouldn't say that we had the Toby movies. Um, we had never, we had never really seen a lot of high production. And then to, to have the continuity over this amount of movies and this amount of time that continues to impress me. And it's and as a continuity king of sorts i'm continuity obsessed in the comics to be able to actually have that in the films too that do have high production quality that even when they suck it's a real movie it looks like a real movie it doesn't look like these old fantastic four garbage movies that we are in the these old captain america movie i mean there was just such garbage of this stuff for for decades so i think that's why like even when there are yes there are definitely criticisms especially in phase four some things i just don't like but it still feels like a real movie and that, that is and well maybe i'll speak differently after we see she hulk but, hey, you know, for, i mean I, I went to go see multiverse of madness in theaters twice for for all too, for all the it. abuse we get i think we also have to admit that you know we're incredibly spoiled as fans uh this is everything i, I ever wanted as a comic book reader and enjoyer of all things fandom that we could possibly imagine so even when they screw up i'd still rather be living in this moment than not. Oh, absolutely. And I think with some of the stuff, like gives us more to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. To see blade. I mean, everyone who knows a little bit about me, who's been listening to the show for more than a couple episodes knows how much I love the horror, uh, realm of Marvel comics. I mean, this just shows that we're going to get a ghost writer. We're going to maybe get a man thing. We're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, maybe get, get some more stuff. I mean, it's just, this is this is what I want. I mean, we have Moon Knight for crying out loud. If you don't think that, you know, especially since they're doing the Werewolf by Night uh, Disney Plus special, we know we're going to get some Moon Knight. In that That's where he first appeared. We know Moon Knight's going to jump around for some of those series. He could jump in all of them. But, you know, it's it's moving in the direction of a Midnight Suns and all this other stuff. There's so much more to explore. I'm loving every second of it I get. Indeed. Well, we will continue to love every second of comic fandom of talking about it. And I'm excited because, well, by the time most of you are listening to this, I will be at my first in-person Comic-Con in many, many, many years. Even pre-pandemic, it had been a long time since I had gotten to a Comic-Con. So I'm pretty excited. Well, folks, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear more conversations from the newsroom and more, remember, subscribe, share, and let people know. Find us everywhere. Second Print Pod on Instagram, Twitter. 
patreon.com slash secondprintpod to get these newsrooms and everything else we do early, as well as all sorts of bonus content. It's really just absurd how it's much. It's a smorgasbord of it. It's a smorgasbord. Patreon.com slash secondprintpod. Thank you for your support. We'll see you on Wednesday. Read comics, change the world. Oh, read comics, change the world. I don't know if we do that on this episode. <laughs> sure to leave the show a five-star rating and review and support the crew at patreon.com slash second print pod without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.